Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Cables Crusaders live at the time via the internet. Mm. Uh, sometimes not great. Sometimes uh, free market doesn't give us the best option. Fucking Comcast. <laughs> I was. Yeah, uh, we are your number one <laughs> podcast for anything related to comic books. My name is, of course, David Barry. Back in the saddle again. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Oh, that was good. That was a good little time there. Um, <laughs> David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. I am joined this evening by the other original Crusader, my friend from the the South, uh, just south of me. Not really like mm-hmm. the South. Like, <laughs> no, not that at all. No, not that. Not that South. The icon. The showstopper, Mr. Russell. Can I say that? Can I say it? Anyway, the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. I don't fucking know, man. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if their bots are trolling all our, the, all the podcasts. Is like, Sean no, listening? They, they use the words. Sean listening? Delete it. <laughs> Let me do, uh, hang on. Again, I haven't, I haven't done the spiel in a minute. Here we go. Here he is. He's still got it. You got this. This episode is brought to you in part by the Nerd on Nation, powered by Patreon. Patreon. That didn't work. The Nerd on Nation allows us to keep the lights on. Oh, look at the bright lights over here. Bright Mm. lights over there. Bright lights in the big city. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and upper quality. Uh, As a member of the Nerd on Nation, for little as $1 to $5 a month, you get early access to episodes like this. Uh, Access to our Discord community, half open, half closed, nerdon.io slash Discord. Uh, bonus episodes and so much more. Check it out at nerdon.io slash Patreon. Patreon. Oh, that was the or, blinding lights music I was humming in the background. That's what uh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> For anything related to the Capeless Crusaders and Nerdon, you can head on over to thecapelesscrusaders.com, your hub for all things Crusaders. From there, you can find all of our content as well as the rest of the Nerd On podcast family. Or we have a link tree now. That's a cool thing. Booyah! Is that on our uh, Instagram? It is up on the Instagram in our uh, bio. Yeah, you click on that and it takes you all our stuff, uh, you know, and and our OnlyFans. Um, you yes. Know, we figured we would include that in there. You can support us in any way, shape, or form. Um, COVID times, man. Yeah, COVID times. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's mainly just uh, just me me cooking food because, uh, you know, it doesn't have I, to be adult stuff. He's only wearing an apron, though. Well, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that, that's just that's how I cook. It's uh, if, I, if if I'm not wearing the apron, I get like bacon grease and stuff, and it hits my nipples. It's exactly. Not, it's not Ew. a good time. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the chest hair does nothing. Um, anyway, um, hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Holy shit! Um, <laughs> it's good to it's good to be back. Um, How's the green? How's the, the green? The, the green is uh, it's living, it's yes. thriving. Good. I need to stop going to uh, Green Acres and other nurseries. Every time <laughs> I go, I'm like, I need new, I need more plants. It's like my new, <laughs> my new obsession. Literally every day. Okay, so it's it's a little chilly right now. It's still you know it still gets cold at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, aloe, uh, aloe is from what I've been reading, under forty degrees is bad for aloe. Uh, now. I think they're like once they're big and like and like really established. Like there's obviously there's a ton of people in our area who have them when it gets freezing cold and their aloe is still outside thriving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe that's agave. I honestly get them some of the succulents mixed up. But what I've been doing is every night I have a cart with like ten aloe plants on it, and I like wow. roll it. I roll it into the house to keep them warm. 
Mm-hmm. And then I roll them back out into the sun in the morning. And, and then I've been doing that because I repotted <laughs> them and I want to make sure they do well. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's succulents everywhere. There's just, a, you have become a hybrid of Swamp Thing and Poison Ivy. Yeah, 100%. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and I'm still kind of an eco terrorist. So it's definitely the best of both worlds. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've, just been, I've been doing a lot of planting. Um, nice. And it's, it's been, it's been therapeutic keeping them alive. I mean, obviously, I have, you know, real things to keep alive, like children and animals. Those two. Um, yeah, but, but plants are, uh, they just need dirt and water. It's, it's nice. Uh, to not have to worry about, you know, do you want a banana with your lunch today? Oh, no, no banana. No, no banana. An apple. No. <laughs> an apple, daddy. And I'm like, oh, why well, do you peel the banana? No, the plants don't fucking say anything. They just <laughs> they just take what you give them. <laughs> water, please. So, yeah, so I've just been planting shit. Um, those of you who've been laughing at home and thinking I was joking in those last three episodes where I said he was in the green, I wasn't joking. The man was in the green. No, See? fuck, dude. You, dude. If you look at my in- Instagram, it's all over. So we... we um. We got a cart from Ikea that we can like put some of the plants on. It's all started with one of my wife's friends. She gave us a plant like last year mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't doing hot. So I put it outside and I forgot about it and mm-hmm. it dipped below really, I think freezing and it mm-hmm. killed it. And then I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to bring it back. And then I was like working and trying to bring it back. And then the next day an animal just like ate it. Oh, <laughs> I came, I came back and it was just eaten, just gone. I'm like, well. <laughs> Never mind. So I gave up on a while because I, I thought we were I, getting you. You brought it back to life story. Nope. Animal. Aid. Nope. 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 So so she she gave us another one. Tried again, and I I've kept this thing. Now it's fucking all over the place. He's huge. I've trimmed a couple uh, little snips off of him and, and planted him in a couple other pots. Uh, and then from there, it's just it's grown into just mm. insanity. So uh, I I really I mean you know plants they liven up your home. Just make sure you look up ones that are uh, friendly for your animals. Mm-hmm. And we had to make sure everything was uh, not poisonous to dogs or cats. Same here. Um, so, so yeah, so I've been doing a lot of planting. Um, mainly to to get my mind away from everything going on, obviously. The, you know, the just, still, just just everything? Just point, you know, everything. everything. Just, yeah. just gesturing wildly at everything. The COVID, everything. of course, is still uh, making it difficult. The people not taking it seriously, continuously making it difficult. Um and uh, one thing that actually led me kind of to to take a break from the show, which we'll talk about on a later episode, is uh, is 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 when you become ashamed of the fandoms that you're a part of. Um, you know, it's really easy to to associate with a with a fan group and also be embarrassed by some of those fans. My Star Wars fans, you know what I'm talking about. Just in general, you're just like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan. Do I actually want to? To, you know, it's it's kind of like when I'm driving on the freeway and I see some bumper stickers that I agree with and they're on a Prius and I'm like, mm, and they're driving really poorly. And I'm like, ah, oh, God, like, are you one of mine? I, oh. I think I probably agree with you on a lot of stuff, but except God, for the way you drive, you're embarrassing right now, you know, and, and then they have a PETA bumper sticker and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> so. So yeah, so basically I I some 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 things occurred um after because I I believe I, I I broke right before the the Wonder Woman episode and that mm-hmm. actually um the the reactions to the movie. I'm not saying you should like it or or hate it or anything. I'm not saying your opinion about it isn't isn't valid. What I'm saying is the way people reacted in general. It's like we had a year of pent-up nerd rage just ready to Yeah to just be vomited on the next topic uh, target, no matter what happened. And so mm-hmm. that actually really turned me off for a while. I didn't, I didn't want to associate with, uh, with a lot of nerdy things. I didn't want to, you know, read comics and, and look at, 
you know, comic news and do all these things. So I decided to, to take a step back and, uh, and now I'm, and I'm here and, uh, it, it feels good in, in, in some ways I'm still, I'm, I'm worried, you know, like I'm, I'm just worried just cause as, as time goes on, like it always, it just seems like as, as more stuff starts to come out, like there's just a lot of, a lot of pent up emotion and anger and, and feelings associated with everything going on in the world. And it, mm-hmm. when sometimes when it's directed towards things again, it's like, I'm not saying you couldn't like a movie or something, but it was bad. So I needed to go overboard. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, we, we, we here at TCC are happy to have our, our Steve Rogers back. Yeah. Uh, back in the saddle again, as you said. Yeah. We're going to quote that song so many times in this episode. 100%. Right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> name it and just call the episode back in the saddle. Um, <laughs> so uh, I don't know about you, but I do not have a around the horn. I don't have any. Let's not worry about I, that. I didn't read anything this I week. I don't either. Just because it's been. No. I mean, I got a stack, though. I got a stack. I'm going down to to, to Empire's, uh, Empire's Comics Vault, located at 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet K. Uh, I'll be heading over to Ben at Empire's to uh, to pick up some of my comics that have been, he's been holding for me during the during the COVID. He literally uh, holds them everywhere he goes in the exactly. store. Exactly. It's, just just it's getting stack. really heavy. He's, he just yeah. keeps calling me, and he's like, David, I'm building these massive muscles. But like Popeye. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we're not gonna do around the horn this week. We're gonna we're gonna kind of keep it um, keep it chill, keep it keep it on on the uh, wavy hand on, on the wavy yeah, hands on the wavy hand. Yeah, we're gonna keep <laughs> it on the wavy hand. Okay, another another um, like Mandela effect moment that I mm-hmm. found out wasn't actually a Mandela effect. There's, I remember vividly from my childhood. I don't. It was. I don't know if it was like a TV movie or what. But it involved a bunch of nursery rhymes and like mm-hmm. fairy tales, mm-hmm. and one of them was um, um, uh, rub a dub dub, three men in a tub, mm-hmm. and it was ZZ Top in a tub, like on the river, and they and like they like all together did like the you know like uh, like oh yeah. On, <laughs> Like you know, moving on, and yes. and, it, it, and they, they they might have sung a song, like it may have been a musical thing. Uh-huh, but I just uh-huh, always had it in my head duh. that I like, yeah, that I like made this up. But it turns <laughs> out it was a thing. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Like I have to look it up. But but uh, but yeah, that's so. I'll, I'll, I'll down the down the the lazy river we go. Um, Women go crazy for a No, that's. I think that was hundred percent. I think that was. It. See, we we you know, say Mandela effect yeah, here, of course. Um, so we're gonna be uh. We're gonna be talking uh, some news, some comic news, a couple small stories. Um, and we'll meet depending who you are. Uh, we're also gonna be talking about mine and a Steve's uh, other love, our other mm. love besides besides Camix. Mm. That's wrestling. Wrestling. That, that is professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about just again small things. No, 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 no big juicy. Uh, you you know stories and, and 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 interviews and and you heard it here first. No, we're just gonna no no. Things we talk, like right now. Yeah, talk about some shit that's, that's been happening that's been fun. Um, or not fun, depending on how you look at it. So. Late breaking this evening. Um, GameStop stock. What happened to that? Holy <laughs> fuck. That was fun, right? Like, <laughs> Let me see where mine's at. Hang on. Let's see. Um, Wolf. Probably of- not. Wolf of Sacramento, right here. Yeah, Wolf of uh, fuck, dude. Wolf of it's still losing money. No, I gained a couple bucks. Okay, yeah, hey, all right. Here we go. Hold the I, line. 
I, I here's the thing. I bought it as a as a as a joke in a lot of ways. Like I'm not, I'm I'm not a savvy investor in any way, shape, or form. Like I he's have, wearing a suit and tie right now. Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not snorting cocaine with a hundred dollar bill. Um, I I've my my investments are pretty Blake. My like retirement and stuff like that, and like I'm you know I got a financial advisor because I'm old now, and that's I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm not I'm not trying to like become a fucking day trader and make a million dollars. It was more just like a. Hey, this seems like fun, and if it turned into money, cool. If not, and it, we just bled a fucking hedge fund dry, fuck yeah. So that's hold the line, hold diamond. diamond hands, diamond hands, going to the moon. <laughs> so, um, news in in the news this week. Yes, tell us for comics. Uh, well, I mean, kind of comics. Yeah, it's it's comics. Whatever the Mandalorian, it's Star Wars comics. It's all fucking mm-hmm. yeah. It's all. So if you're living under a rock, um. The Mandalorian is a very successful Star Wars uh, Disney oh, Plus show. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Pedro Pascal. He's ah uh, yes, Pedro. He's in it. Yes. yes. Yeah. He wears the helmet. Uh, the, um, the Viper. He, yeah. he is. Yeah. He is the Mandalorian. Um, and he has the the baby Yoda, uh, mm, which uh, has a name and Grogu. No, no, that's not its fucking name. I mean, it oh, is. Okay. But no one, you know, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm saying Grogu baby Yoda. Yeah. Exactly. The child Grogu <laughs> baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> it's his full legal title. Um, <laughs> And so uh, Gina Carano, uh, who was a, uh, she was a UFC fighter. Mm, um, back in the day. Yeah. I don't know if she was, was she actually, I, I think she was like good, but like she was, she, like, she had like an undefeated streak going until she, she, I think she went like eight. No, like straight. Like when she got into UFC, I think when eight wins suffered a loss and that was it. Like she, that, after the loss, she was done. Oh, okay. So she didn't, she had a pretty you know, just boom, and then she was like, ship. she was f- like the fire that happened before Ronda Rousey. Like before right. Ronda popped in the scene, it was Gina, and she was just power kicking ladies into the, the fence and just knocking them out, making them tap. Lost that one match, and didn't see her come back after that. So I th- think it was one of those. Well, I did my stint. Now on to something that says, else. That says a lot about her career. Today. Bingo. <laughs> anyway, um, so Gina Carano has uh, stepped into the uh, the 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 realm of acting. Uh, she was in Deadpool, um, and. <laughs> Loosely acting, yeah, and now she was in Mandalorian as uh, as Cara Dune, uh, the former uh, uh, rebel. Well, shit, like drop troop. I can't remember her title. Ass kicker. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and so she, uh, you know, meets the Mandalorian and fights him, and they're gonna work out. And she's she's a badass, and uh, she's you know got a big part in all these things. And now she's a marshal, and she's working for the New Republic, and it's all fucking good. And everyone's like, ah, cool, like. You know her acting is 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 hit or miss, but like she's a badass character. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the social media happens as oh. it always does. Yes. Um, and this is not hey we dug up some you know tweets from twenty years ago where where she uh, said an unsavory word and no this was um <laughs> two months ago. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, like recent and repeated. And mm-hmm. yes, I'm not. Here's the thing: if you want to have an opinion, you are allowed to have an opinion. If it's if it's hateful. I don't agree with it, and I think you're a bad person, but you can have it. You're allowed mm-hmm. to have it. Mm-hmm. But as a famous person, when you put said opinion out there, uh, the brand that you are representing is allowed to fire you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the way it oh. fucking works. Oh, 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 Gina, oh, you're fucking fired. Oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that, that was a, that was a real time recording we got. You heard it here first, folks. The the mouse himself. He calls now, himself when he's pissed. Exactly. No, it was weird. It was weird because the ghost of Walt Disney was there and was like, "Hey, I like her opinion about the Jews." <laughs> you so saw that TikTok too. I saw that TikTok too. Yeah. <laughs> 
with two 30 year old 30 something year old guys talking about tiktok um <laughs> but but yeah so it's it's if, if 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 you're unaware basically she um at one point it seemed like she was trying to learn she, she was kind of confused about like people having like their uh their their what pronouns they identify as in, mm. in like their twitter bios and stuff and and uh and to his credit pedro pascal who is 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 a wonderful loving caring person uh just recently shared an article from a spanish magazine where his sister uh talked about coming out and and her transition um and and he shared it with you know with with nice. you know mi, mi hermosa like mi, mi, mi corazon like He's just, mm. he's the sweetest fucking man on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he apparently tried to kind of educate Gina. And it seemed like Gina was kind of getting it. Like, she was kind of like, oh, okay, like, that's cool. And then she kind of went, like, the the way the internet goes. She kind of was like, oh, identify as a, an attack helicopter. That kind of, that, that yeah. bullshit. Um, and so she... See, she imagine kinda, imagine know, how great it could have been. Transphobic shit. Imagine how great it could have been if, if Gina was, like, learning from Pedro at that moment. And, like... How great a moment that would have been of like, she thought this way, she saw the information, was like, oh, I'm willing to learn. How beautiful would that have been yeah. of a story? Yeah, no, that would have been fucking great. But instead, she's like, you know what? I got hit in the head too many times. I'm still a <laughs> UFC fighter. Uh, Dana White's a fucking moron. I like Joe mm-hmm. Rogan. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she then doubled down with some stupid shit along with, um, this is the this is the the kicker. Yeah. Um, basically insinuating that uh being a republican today is similar to being a jew uh in world in, in, in nazi germany at leading up to the war uh, <laughs> yeah that is that is the accurate, bullshit yeah that is the accurate response now here's here's the problem is because everyone's like oh she was just talking about historically because she started the first that that post did have some historical accuracy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that the Nazis were suddenly like, "All right, cool, we're doing this now." Throw over in gas chambers. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was a ramp up. Mm-hmm. They they turned the people, the country, against the Jewish people and the other other you know other groups, the other the homosexuals, the um, the uh, Roma, Roma, Roma. Okay, I can never say Romanians. Thank you. I was well, I was gonna say I was trying to say the Romansh. Um, or however the fuck like that, the, the fancy way. I was trying to sound oh. cool. My bad. <laughs> I was trying to sound cool and cultured. I'm that white guy. Um, <laughs> but they, they, uh, they, they turned the people against them because obviously they can, they didn't have the numbers to just like mass, you know, mass execute all these people. They needed to have the peoples behind them to do that. Mm-hmm. And which, which is true that that was part of it. But then when it turned to being like, and then it's like being a conservative today, it's no. like, Oh no, you're no, 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 not today. No, no, no. Cause it, it's like, Oh wow. It was just, it was bad. And, 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 here's, and the thing is, as, as someone who was once brainwashed like Bucky by that side uh, back in the 2000s, that's the game they try to play with you. Is that, yeah. the, is that you, you're being silenced by the mainstream media. Never mind AM radio is all conservative. Never mind Fox News channel and that you you are mainstream Fox News. Sorry, to, you keep using that term mainstream media. Fox News is a part of the mainstream media. You just have your slant to it. And it's just ridiculous that that's the defense they still use 24 fucking years later yeah yeah it's and it, it's you know it's I, i'm i'm being censored as i'm on a podium talking to the entire country yeah the only reason it's different now is because back then there wasn't social media and eventually you would get in trouble if you said those viewpoints at a press conference yeah. or in public in front of yeah. fans this is no different 
You I'm said just, it on social media. I'm just saying, I don't I don't know if we would have gotten to the moon on the same time schedule, but if Twitter existed, we would have very fi- quickly figured out who the fuck Werner Von Braun was <laughs> and maybe not let him be part of our space program. Just yes, saying. His rockets got us to the moon. How many fucking people did his rockets kill for Hitler? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Maybe we could have dug up his tweets. Anyway, so so Gina Carano has been has been fired um, by Lucasfilm um, because of uh, her abhorrent uh, social media posts. That's that's like the, the 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 term they used. Oh, but don't you worry though. Don't you worry. She's gonna be don't just fine. Don't you worry. She's gonna be just she fine. Is, she is talking about getting back in the saddle. Yeah, she's working with your, producing your, Juggernaut, your, your favorite midget mm. and my nuts. That's that's mean to midget. Your favorite, um, uh, uh, Gina. Hey, uh, uh, Gina. Uh, knuckle, knuckle, yeah. knuckle, dragon, goblin. Uh, uh, Gina, Gina, hi, hi. It's Ben Shapiro. Uh, ben Shapiro. You want to, you want to join my company and make some great killer movies? <laughs> I'm a great writer. Huh. Yeah. Huh. yeah, conservatism. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, fucking Ben Shapiro. Maybe, maybe, maybe he hopes that um, bringing Gina on board will will somehow uh, yeah. get his wife interested in him. I don't know. <laughs> Who fucking yeah. knows? We, we forget that in Gina's first movie, Haywire, which was directed by, I got to say his name the way Matthew McConaughey says it, uh, Steven Soderbergh, um, was called Haywire. And they had to dub over all of Gina's lines because, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with some other she, actress. She, she's she's working on, she's she was definitely like, we, we, we saw her growth. She was becoming mm-hmm. a better actress. And, and if she had just not been. Stupid repugnant in a lot of ways like you know and, and then of course the uh the other side is now people are saying oh well, what about these things pedro said comparing you know modern conservatives to to nazis and confederates he should be fired it's like is he, <laughs> is he far off right now when you yeah yeah in a lot of ways like, yeah, the, yeah the extremists of your side are like that that's yeah. that's why he said that that's what he's pointing um, out but, it's okay though, because when we think producing juggernauts, we think Jerry Bruckheimer, Ron Howard, and Ben Shapiro. Yeah, there you go. you're doing great, Gina. Producer Dick Wolf. Yeah, boom, boom, doom, 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 doom. Yeah, just it's all. I, it's it's literally like the only executive producer like credit that sticks in my mind. Produces like twenty shows. Exactly. God, that man. Um. So anyway, so yeah, so Gina Carano's been fired. Uh, she's <laughs> not going to be in the Mandalorian. We don't know yet if the character is going to be recast. Were killed off um i wouldn't mind honestly because it was like a it was she, she, she was she was a badass she was a, a you know a solid character uh she was integral to the story i would not mind her being recast but i don't know that's that might be that'd be tough um mm-hmm. our other news story um a fun one not don't worry no no crazy liberal sjw opinions here because <laughs> we're chock full of them Fuck, man. um but marvel has all but confirmed that WandaVision Ooh. will segue directly into the Doctor Strange sequel. Yes. Yes. So if you if you watch um we, we so as we're recording this episode there is a obviously a, a a new episode right now that we have not watched yet. So this could you know fucking debunk all our theories. You can listen uh, but if you're and laugh watching the show. Exactly. You're like oh these fucking idiots. <laughs> Dummies. Um, but I've 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 maintained throughout throughout the series so far. Uh, mild spoilers. If you're not caught up on the show, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit up until episode like five or six. Um, I've I've pretty much thought that uh, something 
interdimensional or 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 myth mystical in in you know power or, or something is um is pulling the strings it's it making it seem like it's all wanda who's causing this but obviously someone is making her do this um i'm thinking interdimensional uh evil like mephisto or someone along those lines is perhaps pulling the strings influencing her um using agnes as a, you know as their 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 lieutenant mm-hmm. and uh, directing things um i really think they're using wanda's trauma and grief and basically heightening it and using her power either trying to take her power or try to take something over from her um agnes could be similar to the character agatha from the from the comics who was a one of the witches burned at the salem witch trials mm-hmm. who then came back and did try to take scarlet witches uh take over her body at one point so that kind of fits into that idea so i'm thinking like someone like mefesto or, or someone is influencing it which could very easily lead into Doctor Strange 2, the multiverses. Uh, yes. Hang on, what's it called? The multiverse of madness. The, yeah, the Doctor the madness Strange of the multiverse. In the multiverse. In the multiverse of madness. Oh, that is. I'm sorry. No, no. Hang on. I'm trying to. Yeah, Doctor Strange. I'm looking. I found the, the page finally loaded. Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Got it. So, either either Wanda like either defeating the baddie and the baddie being revealed, or her not defeating it and being pulled away, or, or something tearing open the multiverse, Ooh. or what what. What do you think the potential that our finale for WandaVision may feature Mr. Benedict Cumberbatch himself? That'd be cool. As Doctor so, Strange. I, I would be down with that. I, I watched, um, there was an interview where Paul Bettany, this is not a spoiler, he basically said that he got to work with an actor in, he got to work with an actor in this show. It hasn't been revealed yet. They've managed to keep it under wraps. It's kind of like how Luke was under wraps for Mark Hamill's under wraps in Mandalorian. Like no one knew he was going to fucking be there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, they managed to keep it a secret so far that Paul Bettany got to work with an actor that he's always wanted to work with. Ooh. And I've no idea. Obviously, I have no idea who the fuck. There's so many options. There's so many people that could be. He has um, not worked with Benedict. I don't think he's worked with Benedict. Yeah, I guess he was. He was dead for for Infinity War. Mm hmm. Yeah, because well, uh, Civil War came out and then came out Doctor Strange. Yeah, maybe. So maybe yeah, that could be a good point. It could be Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, he, I don't know. That that's a great option. So yeah. So he basically said he's he's worked with somebody he's ever worked with, and he's really excited, and they've kept it under wraps. So that could be someone big that could be revealing who Mephisto is going to be. Um, something along along those lines. So it, it definitely it's it's it because we knew we we heard Elizabeth Olsen was cast in the Doctor Strange movie as Scarlet Witch a while back. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's definitely something interdimensional is is happening here and is going to then carry into that. So. Really excited for that. I couldn't help but laugh with when I thought of it when I seeing like episode four or five of WandaVision, thinking to myself, because it was for the last episode, uh, the episode before the one we haven't seen, where they kind of mimic the 80s, 90s TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but laugh to think she's kind of uh, mimicking, mocking, and paying homage to her older sisters who were yeah. Michelle on Full House. Yeah. Well, that was, so, someone said, someone like did like a, like a, they made a meme of her like looking like, like sideways, like a big, like uncomfortable smile. And it's like, when you realize you're coming up on the show where you have to like, you have to, you have to recreate the show that basically like stole your sister's childhoods from yes. them. It's like, Oh, that's, ooh. <laughs> and no, no offense to Ashley and Mary Kate. I do think Elizabeth is probably the best actress of the three. No well, offense. I mean, no they, offense. they, 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 when they left acting and they went, cause they went to like fashion or something, right? They went they're to doing, fashion and yeah, makeup. They're, yeah. They're fucking doing really well for them. They're doing fine. They, yeah. They, they, they chose a different path and that's great for them. Mm-hmm. Um, we need, we need more of, you know, not ruining 
these uh, creative people's childhoods yes. and 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 breaking their lives later on. You know, we did. When in 2007, a man screams at you on YouTube and says, leave Britney alone, we should have mm-hmm. actually fucking listened. Mm-hmm. And anyway. by the way, an, a, again, uh, one of our, our favorite Late Show hosts, Barry and I, uh, yeah. Mr. Craig Ferguson, oh, nice guy. to see that clip be, yep. uh, uh, res- uh, resurrecting right now as we see him defending Britney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi, by the way, is directing uh, the Doctor Strange 2. I did not Ooh, know that. Yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi. It's going to be cool. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, so we're really excited. I'm going to, after, after we complete this episode, I'm going to go, uh, watch the, the new WandaVision. Pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about, uh, let's talk about some wrestling. Ding, ding, ding. Let's talk about wrestling. So right now. In How the do you dub- fall off a 20 foot ladder? In the WWE. The WWE. Get the F out. Um, mm. <laughs> you're, you're, called. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're in, uh, you're currently enjoying the product a little bit. I, I am enjoying primarily uh two storylines in mm-hmm. WWE right now now granted uh I, i'm not the uh, you know dedicated monday night friday night viewer viewer i once was i am keeping up through social media uh but i have been watching the last few pay-per-views uh with atten- with very much attention because i like what they're doing right now with roman reigns that's good um i'm a fan of it i i i blatantly put out my bias i am a supporter of the entire Anoa'i family. So everyone in Rock's family tree, I pretty much support one way or another. Yep. And I like, finally, I think they're treating Roman Reigns the way they should have always done it. And it, I, I, it's not that hard of a, of a plan or potion to put together. Yeah. yeah. Heel builds character. Mm-hmm. When you become, when you have a time as a heel, you build your character. And from there, you decide whether your character is going to, Go back to being a face and being a hero or being the best heel there is in the company. Whether you're Rock and Stone Cold or whether you're Triple H and Kurt Angle, whichever one you excel at the best of it. And I think for the longest time, they were after the shield broke up, yep. we all agree on this. They kept trying to push Roman as a face. And they it's the same thing that was happening with, with The Rock when he was Rocky Maivia. They tried to push him as the face. At least then they realized quickly, let's make him a heel. And that's when he started to develop his character and he became The Rock. It seems like it took longer for them to get that right with Roman Reigns. Now, I get that they were trying to get someone to have the torch after John Cena leaves, but you can't force that either. And it just feels now, finally, it's like they woke up. They said, hey, let's make Roman a heel and let's make him think he's the greatest Samoan wrestler of all time. And give him Paul Heyman as his Robert Duvall in The Godfather. He's got Paul Heyman by his side, who was always good. At adding something to a heel. No matter who. Yeah, no matter who he's with. Yeah. And being the head of the table, the tribal chief, the whole uh, making the Usos work for him. Yeah. And the the guilt trip of being family. And I've really enjoyed the angle. I've really enjoyed that. I do think the Kevin Owens angle with him was missing something. Like, it's either gone too long or there wasn't enough title switching going on. Like, if they were going to have Roman and Kevin go at it for months, there should have been titles changing play, changing hands. Like, I felt Kevin should have, like, lost the first one, won the second one, and then Roman gets it back the third pay-per-view or fourth pay-per-view down the road. Like, have the title change hands. Yeah. If, it, if you never wanted Kevin to win it, then the storyline, I think, should have, between them, ended sooner. Because it's starting to, like, it's starting to get to that point where Kevin Owens is a great superstar. For a man yeah. his size, he's fantastic. He's he moves so well. He's a great character, great worker in the ring. 
and you're making him lose all these times. I get that it's the heel way of winning, that yeah. Paul helps Roman or Roman cheats to win. I get it. But even when it was like Triple H and Mick Foley, it was like two or three in a row and that was it. Yeah. It just feels like they keep on giving Kevin these shots just for him to lose, to lose, to lose. I don't want to see Kevin Owens losing that much. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, I love that angle with, with Roman Reigns going on. They finally treat his character right. He's getting to work. He's going to be more creative, I think. I think he yeah. enjoys being the asshole. <laughs> I think he enjoys doing that. And Paul yeah. Heyman can help you bring that out. Um, yeah. And I'm enjoying the turn with Drew McIntyre. I like what they're doing with Drew McIntyre. I do like the Celtic war that's coming for WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, Roman versus, uh, excuse me, McIntyre versus Sheamus. Uh, Scotland versus Ireland. Yeah. Uh, so I'm enjoying that. Those are the two main stories I'm watching so much, but yeah. big fan of where Roman Reigns is going right now. Yeah, I I like that because um, it's got a little bit because in in uh, it might not even been in NXT yet. It was like early NXT, I think. Like Roman kind of played this character, kind of like he was he was like Rock and Ballers, but mm. like mean. He gotcha. wore the nice suits. He had the nice watch. He would talk down to you. He would like make sure you knew what brand he was wearing. He kind of had that character for a while, okay. and it was solid. Um, and he obviously he's not really doing that like I'm the wealthy guy right now. He's he's really just doing what you're talking about. He's he's the lineage. He's mm -hmm. he's the product of this 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 wrestling dynasty. Um, and he doesn't understand how people wouldn't respect him. You know, and like the stuff with like bringing out the head shrinkers and his yes. uncles and everything like it's it's so well done. And maybe, you know, down the line, maybe either possibly maybe when the title's gone, maybe when it's not about the title, maybe that's when The Rock comes back and it really becomes about cementing that legacy. Like, like a splintering in the family where half the family's yeah. Roman, half the family's Rock. And yeah, yeah, go there's, from there's, there. there's a lot of really cool options they could go with. I I really like what they've been doing with Roman. Um, I, I like, I like what Paul Heyman's doing right now, especially cause he's not quite what he always was. He's, mm -hmm. he's like, he's like more like submissive and like yeah. scared, but then yeah. like behind, like, like they'll, they'll, sh they'll do these little backstage things. And he's just like so angry at the cameraman. Like he kind of mm -hmm. feels like, I don't know, like he's lashing out. Like maybe he doesn't love being the position he's in, but at the same mm -hmm. time he does, you know, it's. It's awesome. Love Paul Heyman. He's such yeah. a good heel he, man. He's great. He's great. Uh, advocate. Excuse me. Now, yeah. wait, now he's counsel. Is he? He's counsel. special counsel now. He's yeah. Special counsel to the tribal chief, head of the table, the universal champion, Roman Reigns. <laughs> it was funny. a lot of words, man. That's how he, he when I again the thing I'll always milk is that meeting him in Vegas five years ago. Yeah. But that's where I cut off guard. It was cut off guard with him because I was trying to explain how I thought he's like one of the best managers in the business. Right. And he did at that time he was representing Paul, uh, Brock Lesnar and he stopped me. And goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I am the advocate <laughs> for I'm like, you're right. You're right. You're the advocate, sir. I apologize. <laughs> no, he's, he's uh, just, he's fantastic. So that I, uh, that that's the, it's really cool. So I, I like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I like, I like drew. I'm, I'm bummed that what happened like I'm bummed that Drew had that massive like at the Royal Rumble when when Drew knocked out Brock and then went on to win it like that was so amazing and then so to great. then have COVID happen and Ugh. and just lose the crowds like he himself he, he ended up you know getting COVID and obviously he recovered but mm -hmm. um to be the champion during COVID like that's like a weird honor yeah. you know like it's. Yeah. You're always going to remember who the champion was for the majority of COVID. It was fucking mm -hmm. Drew McIntyre, mm -hmm. but to not be able to have that pop, you know, yep. from the crowd, like that's it's 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 rough. It is. Um, 
and speaking of pops, um, one of the, one of the the things I really like what WWE is doing. I feel like for the first time in a while, bringing back the old guy is not annoying me. Um, by having Edge come back, because Edge came yes. back last year, then he got hurt, um, and now he's back and he's kind of he's done with the he's done with Randy. Like him and Randy Orton are done, which I, I like how they're they kind of wrap that up. Um, to have him win the Royal Rumble and then do that, like do the tour, the tour of the championships, you yep. know, like not just immediately pick somebody. Um, I was telling Steve's about this. My, my favorite, one of my favorite moments is um, after Undertaker won the Royal Rumble and he brought out, it was, uh, it was, was John Cena the WWE at the time? I want to say think, it was. I think it was John Cena was the WWE champion. Batista was the world was, champion. The, was the heavyweight. Yeah. Definitely, and yeah. then Bobby Lashley, I think was ECW. ECW yep. And they all standing in the ring and Undertaker just paces back and forth, like looking each one of them in the eyes and keeps going. And then he comes to Batista and then he like, he, then he like is about to like walk to Bobby again. And then he just like turns back to Batista and rolls his eyes back and does the yep. finger across the throat. <laughs> yep. And Batista's just like, he like flexes and he's like, yeah. And like, yes. everyone else is kind of like, thank God it's not me. Like <laughs> that was so fucking like back when it was like, it like mattered what, what title they chose, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like they're trying to do that right now, which I appreciate. He went on, uh, he went on raw and he talked to drew and he kind of, you know, kind of felt him out. And then Seamus, attack drew and now Seamus and him have their little their little rivalry going mm -hmm. uh and then he went to smackdown and he kind of was like you know like calm down roman like you know i don't need to like bow down to you and mm -hmm. then uh his fellow canadian comes out of nowhere and kevin owen stuns maple roman. leaf stunner maple and, leaf and, stunner <laughs> and then edge is just like oh this is interesting smackdown's fun <laughs> i like uh, edge's face when that happens like, he's like hmm, well hmm, okay <laughs> and by far my favorite one just because i think it adds like it lends some serious legitimacy he goes to nxt mm -hmm. and finn balor and uh and um oh fuck why am i blanking on his name pete dunn the bruiserweight they're, yeah. they're, they're about to have a, a title match and they're kind of like they're kind of having their face off and edge is there and he's just like he's like this like I'm gonna be watching this because now I am very interested because I've never had that, and he's because he's never been the NXT champion, obviously because mm -hmm. it didn't exist. So yeah. who knows? I mean, I don't think they're gonna have him go for the NXT title because I feel like it's still the last. I feel like they haven't actually had like an older guy come back to NXT since they had uh, Rhino when Rhino was back there like a few years ago. Oh, yeah, that's right, which was yeah. awesome. It was really cool when Rhino came back. But I don't think I don't think they're in the the business of bringing old guys back to nxt like obviously mm -hmm. they took a couple guys back like um like finn went back down there and stuff but i don't, I don't think we're gonna get i don't know i don't think edge is gonna go for that title but mm. but it's cool the way he's kind of touring and you know, he's kind of yeah. like, he gets a you know now he's kind of deciding like, which, which will one he choose do? yeah which 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 champion do i want to challenge at wrestlemania so i think that's mm -hmm. really cool mm -hmm. um on the other side of the pond oh. uh why well, actually no it's it's, it's still in the, the, uh, yeah still in the united uh, states yeah um so uh over on uh another another channel uh I believe it is uh TNT. Yes. Uh I don't remember what their slogan is. Uh we we used to be TNN. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh Turner is yeah, he's he's around. Um <laughs> So on TNT AEW um they actually they they're back to having to having crowds. The way they've been able to do it is they uh similar to WWE, they only run shows at one place. They run them at the uh the I can't remember the the field, the the stadium that because the Jaguars, yeah, they're right. they're they're the owner of AEW's dad is owns the Jaguars. Um so they're able to use that and they basically um they sell tickets in like small pods 
and you have to wear masks and you have to be in like a family group and like if you scalp tickets they if like if they they'll, they'll 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 ban you like they're doing a pretty good job of keeping it keeping it safe down by the ring is still just the wrestlers the wrestlers are the ones actually around the ring um and uh what they've been doing over there is uh what i think is is great i the the crossover between companies can be mm-hmm. when it's done well it's so fucking cool like when you have that moment when like when people would show up in WWE, it was just kind of like, okay, cool. Like, and they wouldn't really necessarily mention their history. Sometimes they would, but like when AJ Styles, they were just like AJ Styles, and it was awesome. But they didn't really like mention his influence at Impact and his influence at Ring of Honor. Like, they sometimes kind of mention stuff now because when they do like their documentaries, like they'll like show like yeah. images courtesy of Ring of mm-hmm. Honor. You know, image. It was only of, during the Alliance War, and that's because they already purchased WCW. Exactly, because they already owned WCW. Yeah. So, so what AEW is doing is, is they've got a deal going right now with, it seems like, everybody outside of WWE. It seems like New Japan, um, Impact, uh, AAA, um, I don't know if Ring of Honor is in the mix, but they got a lot of companies now that they're, that they're working with and they're basically kind of doing crossovers with. And one of those involved um, Don Callis, um, who is known as... Uh, Cyrus, Cyrus in in ECW, um, he is he's the he's the the head honcho at Impact uh, Kayfabe. Okay. I don't know if he's actually like a, a, an executive of the company, but he did commentary for like New Japan for a while, and he's like the big wig at, at Impact, and he shows up on AEW to basically uh, manage Kenny Omega because they go way back because Kenny mm-hmm. Omega is there, you know, being from Canada. And he, he he interferes and Kenny is the champion. So now Kenny is now going back and forth between AEW and Impact. Mm-hmm. And well, when he's over on Impact, who's he working with? Well, the Good Brothers, you know, uh, uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, mm-hmm. you know, original Bullet Club members, they're in Impact and they're the champions. So Kenny's going over there and they're helping him out there. And then when they come back, they're hanging out with the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks also, you know, Bullet Club Originals. Oh. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> so you got all this kind of bleed over going between those, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Then you also then in turn have the guys, the, the actual Bullet Club members in New Japan right now talking shit online about how they're the real Bullet Club and these guys are all sellouts, which could lead to something once once travel Wait, is, is reopened. Could it be Black and white bullet club versus red and black bullet oh, club. Could be, yeah, yeah, very much a wolf pack NWO situation. And they've also so for a long time. So I, I, I for, honestly forgot this. The the uh, New Japan they have a United States title, the, the mm-hmm. IWGP United States Champion. It's I forgot that it's Moxley. It's John Moxley. Okay, a, yeah. a Dean Ambrose, but he wasn't defending it because he wasn't going over to Japan. And so New Japan recently has a New Japan Strong, which is a, their U.S.-based show. And okay. so it's, I think it's filmed in L.A. because they have the dojo there. And it's a lot of American wrestlers and some Japanese because if you're going to travel over here, like you got to quarantine and, you know, got to have like, a lot of these guys have like a, a lot of these companies have bubbles. Like Ring of Honor has a bubble right now where basically you go, you stay in a hotel for two weeks. You're away from your family. Once you're cleared, you can then go wrestle and record and they don't worry about it because everyone there is is also in the bubble and if you leave like you're you know you got to quarantine again yeah which i appreciate it's a lot of work but i i really appreciate that they're, they're trying doing that. they're trying because they can still then produce the the product you know being in each other's faces and wrestling and, and spitting and all that shit but you're not worried about covid because they've all exactly. been literally Quarantine. just around each other exactly <clears throat> so um 
So New Japan was kind of doing the same thing, it seems, with with what they were doing. And again, some of these guys are now traveling over to Japan, and again, they're having to quarantine. And so Kenta, um, formerly Hideo Itami in, New, in NXT, who never really got used by the WWE properly, he was a great Japanese wrestler, he won their money in the bank for the U.S. title. And he's been constantly talking shit to John Moxley because he mm-hmm. hasn't come over to Japan to defend it. Um, so they finally brought Kenta over to be in New Japan Strong for a while, and he kept talking shit on John Moxley. And um, finally, Moxley comes and attacks him. And then, flash to AEW that week. Yeah, I saw this. Someone comes out of the crowd in the hood and and takes out John Moxley. Who is it? It's fucking Kenta from New <laughs> Japan, wearing his not Bullet Club shirt because he's in Bullet Club, but it's his Go to Sleep, go to sleep. club. Because he's the originator of the go to sleep, uh, um, which is the the fireman carry into the knee that 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 CM Punk would use, um, and so he attacks Moxley, and now he's now there now he's there and he's tagging with Kenny against John Moxley and I can't remember who else. So they're doing this this crossover thing. They're having like tag teams from AEW go on the Impact pay per views, and it's just bringing everyone's ratings up, like every because. Mm-hmm. The problem with like impact was it bounced around really random networks like networks. I'm the, I was, I wasn't even, even when I was paying for cable, I was not watching those networks. <laughs> so to have them bouncing around through channels was always rough. So it was mainly like I would watch on like YouTube and like Instagram clips the same way we yeah. watch WWE at this point. Yes. <laughs> um, but now they, they've, you know, they still don't know what network they're on, but their, their ratings are going up. And so is AW because you have all these guys jumping back and forth. Um, and now you have the potential crossovers with New Japan. Um, and as the travel restrictions are lifted and as people get vaccinated and, and as COVID finally hopefully recedes, uh, we got some opportunities for some real cool shit. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. You're, you're talking th- those invasion moments where mm-hmm. who's coming out of the audience? It's the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club is here. <laughs> like you have some like potential and also like kind of like dream matches that we kind of thought were gone because AEW when they started, they they were not like an independent company. You know, they weren't mm-hmm. just, hey, you can come back and forth. Like, you're signing a contract. And that doesn't yeah. mean you can't do indies. Like, they all still do indies. But it's mm-hmm. like, you're like, you have a commitment to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to see that, you know, you can get these matches again, because these guys are not, you know, tied down. Like, you can get these matches with these guys from Mexico and Japan and and other American companies. Like, oh. It's there's, there's some really cool, really cool options that could come out of it. Now, here's what I'd be curious about. I have not been able to see it since I changed uh, TV providers, but what, what would be the likelihood of on either AEW or New Japan to see guys from Lucha Underground so, pop in? Yes, already happening. Okay, um, good. Cause so, so, so Lucha Underground is, is done now, sadly. Oh. Um, it was such it, a cinematic version of wrestling <laughs> that's so apparently that was the problem apparently like the the like on the back end like logistics side it was apparently it was a mess oh. um like after like i think the second season the mm. quality went way down it went basically just it basically just turned into a normal wrestling show like you lost oh. a lot of that that cinematic stuff that made it so fucking fresh mm-hmm. um and uh so, because it eventually it it turned into basically just like triple A, like triple A. It was just like an American like triple A oh, okay. uh, show. Triple uh, A being uh, arena, 
Estencia. As I can't remember the what AAA means in Spanish. I'm trying to remember all three letters, but I can't. I'm not that good. Um, <laughs> but it turned into a lot of like crossovers with those guys. So gotcha. it, it it went away. But already in AEW, you have guys like um, Pentagon and Ray okay, Phoenix. Okay. okay. Um, they are already in there. They've nice. been there for a while. Um, I think one of them might have just gotten hurt because they're fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> they were insane on the trip, but they were doing something with with uh, with with Pac, Pac, Pac. Um, aka you know Neville from <laughs> from fucking WWE. God, they fucking wasted him. He went back to being yeah. the bat, the bastard Pac, um, just this mean fucking troll British guy who's just in fucking insane and super talented. They were doing a thing for a minute, so you got. Um, you got Ray Phoenix and Pentagon already there. Uh, now you have the potential for AAA. A lot of those other guys, um, I'm trying to remember their name. Oh, but um, Jake Evans and Angelico, those the two white guys that would wear like the bright green stuff. And Angelico mm-hmm. was the one who he he's the one who did those crazy leaps off like the office. I remember. He, yeah, just the full. Cra- he's he's in AEW. Pretty sure I saw right? that match too. Yep, yep. Um, him and then Jake Evans is is in AEW too. Um, and okay, so good. That, yeah. Yeah, a lot of those guys are already there. Uh, Brian Cage, the, the the fucking Terminator, fucking massive. He's yeah. he's the FTW champion. So Taz okay. brought back the FTW title. Saw that. Taz is in in AEW now. Team Taz is now a thing. They're they're they, they're a stable. They just dragged Sting's. Um, oh, who was it? There's someone that was important to Sting that they drug behind their car recently in the latest episode Classic. of AEW. Love, I, I, just. <laughs> regurgitating the good stuff from WCW yes. and ECW. Um, so yeah, so, so sting is back. Stings is, is doing a thing with, with him and Darby Allen. Um, Darby Allen is, is fucking great, but team Taz is, is very much like they're all matching gear. They're very much like the athletic guys. Taz's son is now signed to AEW. Oh, and his name is, his name is hook. Like okay. the, like a wrestling hook. Uh-huh. And apparently he's fucking like, he's great. He's like a prodigy. He's nice. like, you know, he's going to be a fucking suplex machine like Taz. Nice. Um, so that, so Brian cage is there. He's the FTW champion. Um, they're signing. So the, the, the there's, it's, it's weird. The, the thing about AEW is sometimes there's like a, 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 a sometimes some stuff like the cohesion. I'm, I'm kind of confused, like between their main show and then AEW dark, which is the stuff on YouTube. Sometimes I'm a little confused, like, okay, what, what, what is on the main show and like, what isn't, mm-hmm. um, one of the things is that the nightmare family, which is Cody, which is Cody's stable, mm-hmm. they keep adding people to it and like all the fucking time, but they're like, they're like new guys, like, like, like really new, like really young guys who are like getting trained and so I'm kind of confused, like, okay, are they, like, joining that and they're, like, not actually in the ring right now? Are they only on dark? Like, I'm a little confused by by some of it. Okay. Um, But, but yeah, it's the, a lot of the storylines. People were a little skeptical of some things. There's, like, the Dark Order and stuff like that. And then the Dark Order, they just, like, just took off. And then, of course, when Brody Lee passed away, like, that was such a fucking huge mm, hit. Yep. But that allowed... um even more eyes on, on the dark order and they've been doing a lot of really cool stuff. Colt, Colt Cabana on there is just a ton of fun. Um, so yeah, there's, they have a lot of really cool potential right now. Cause unlike WWE who just signs all these fucking people from all over the world and then doesn't use them. Yep. AEW can be like, all right, cool. Hey, you know, bullet club come in for a couple weeks and then leave. Yeah. And we're not going to waste you. 
go back to New Japan or if you're or if you're Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, go back to Impact. Mm-hmm. And you're again, you're not wasting that talent. It's not just sitting there. Like we got you for this. We got you for this story angle. Once that's exactly. done, you're free to do what you want to do. Exactly. As nice. opposed to WWE, just be like, all right, cool. We're going to sign everybody. And then some of you were just going to cool. fucking sit on yeah. and suffocate. Chill you out in the locker room. It, it's It's definitely potential for some very exciting times in wrestling right now because – those of us who who loved Attitude Era so much, what made it so great was not just the talent and the writing you had, but it was a war. You were yeah. competing against WCW. Right. You had competition. There was a fight between the two, and that brought out the best of both companies. Granted, WWE ended up going the long the longer route, and WCW died out in two thousand. But now we have the potential where there's rival uh, networks and companies that are providing some really good stories. That give it some competition to WWE, so it's yeah. it's going to be fun to see where AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Ring of Honor, where all these guys can go from here. Yeah, when and I think it, especially because AEW being on TNT, the like I said, the network that Impact on, I can't remember what, which one it is. Like it's not like they're they're not like worried about like USA or Fox, you know, mm-hmm. coming after them. So it's like they have they have the advantage of you know New Japan. You know their 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 American show is only on limited network. Um, it's not really like you know it's not like they're on ABC and they have to fucking contend with that. Like they exactly. have the they have the freedom of they're the one on the big network and they can bring in all these other people. These guys from Mexico, like you know, no, who fucking cares? Like they they're not they're not contending with the with the Mexican channels. They could just bring those guys in and and yep. have and just benefit from it. And those Mexican channels can benefit from it, you know, because if, if some of those guys want to go down to, to Mexico, because um, I think Kenny Omega is still actually the AAA champ mega champion. He might be one of their champions right now. So there's like because he because he kind of has the whole belt collector thing going, you know, mm-hmm. like for a long time he was doing that. Um, and so they, they have the potential if, if he goes around, he starts collecting those belts. That could be one of those fucking legendary, like like that picture of Ultimo Dragon, which is all the belts all around the belts. his waist, yep. up his chest, and on his arms. Like you could do crazy shit like that because Kenny Omega is, you know, he's the best bout machine. He's he's the belt collector, um, and you have that that like he could do some really cool stuff. And not even you know, it's especially um, like they haven't even touched on the fact that right now in Japan, Japan doesn't have a lot of the the gaijin, you know, the the foreign wrestlers. Mm-hmm because of covid so yeah. the ones they have basically stayed there and and aren't traveling anywhere so you still have the um the guys at bullet club the guys from like new zealand and and tonga um and um i think a couple americans and then a couple like british guys so you again once these travel restrictions are lessened once things kind of get in in, in order like let loose yeah you just so because like right now um Kota Ibushi, he's the uh, he's both the IWGP heavyweight and the IWGP uh, intercontinental. It's it's right now. It's one of those things where their um, their main guy has both titles, and so you have that potential for the you know the double belt. Like I don't want them to to combine them. I I still like two belts, but you have all kinds of cool storylines of him as the champion. Like is Kenny going to come after him? Like. Mm-hmm all kinds of cool shit like that could that could come out of it so it's just it's a fun time to be watching stuff outside of wwe yes ah wrestling 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 <laughs> i think that's about gonna it's about gonna do it yeah that, that covers our uh we covered all our uh wrestling bases there the and, bases uh, yeah ease back into it back into Ease my saddle not gonna get any saddle uh saddle sores 
Oh, God, that would hurt. Um, <laughs> so, my hey, name is, of course, what? You know what? Actually, everyone who's listening, if you want to ask us more about wrestling, if you're a member of the Nerd on Nation Patreon, you can hop into our Discord and ask some more wrestling-related questions yeah, to David, Barry, and myself, or wherever you'd like, and we'll give you the 4 and one on all things Squared circle. Yeah, if you want to, and there's a little sports channel. There's a there's a comics channel, and there's a Capeless Crusaders channel. Any of those you want to talk about anything? Just fucking hit us up. We we like yep. wrestling. We like comics. If you like recommendations, if you're like, hey, I don't know where to start because there's been fucking 150 years of of, of wrestling. Sweet, like we we can give you some some cool spots to start. Hey, I don't know where to cool. start in comics. Hey, just fucking let let you let us know. Like there's um one of the one of the uh. Patreon users, like he he doesn't want to get into superhero comics because there's just so much fucking backlog, which I get. So like we like we were talking about other stuff and he found a bunch of other stuff that that uh that he likes that's that's separate from the superhero mythos. That's fucking awesome. We we like love being involved in that and, and making any recommendations or anything like that. So hit us up. Uh we'll talk wrestling, we'll talk comics, we'll talk anything. We'll talk plants. I like plants now. Boom, plants. Plants. <laughs> anyway, so my name is David Barry. I'm joined by the original crew two crew shoot the azorian one anthony is steves there it is not joined by uh wait what's what's manderson's new thing supermander supermanderson there it is or um our uh our beacon of light our amelia uh i was gonna say Earhart because that suggests that crashing the plane um amy <laughs> i jane you robot and manderson um son of mander so thanks for hanging out uh it's good to be back we'll talk some yeah. more, uh we'll talk some more stuff we'll talk some more shit for the Capeless Crusaders. A good night. Good night.